Westworld, the groundbreaking first feature film of author Michael Crichton. Future World, the highly anticipated sequel starring Peter Fonda. Westworld, the critically acclaimed mind trip series from HBO. Beyond Westworld, the CBS TV series that you've probably never heard of because it was practically gone as soon as it started. And it started on March 5th, 1980. Let's first rewind a bit to 1972. Michael Crichton was a 30-year-old writer who was finding great success as a novelist after giving up a career in medicine and writing books like The Andromeda Strain. The accolades that came his way preceded a move to Hollywood, where he soon found himself in the director's chair for a TV movie based on his story Pursuit. The next year, 1973, MGM gave him the go-ahead to write and direct a feature film of his own, that being the story of a theme park inhabited by robots that malfunction and try to kill their human guests. He was onto something as audiences ate up the premise about his theme park Delos, made up of four distinct lands where people could live out their fantasies but ultimately paid a price if the technology ran amok. In the time-honored tradition of squeezing every possible dollar out of a success, MGM commissioned a sequel, Future World, which came out in 1976 and, frankly, didn't score quite as well with audiences or critics as the original had. It was hard to keep a good idea down, though. Next up, it was CBS that wanted to air a TV version. So, you take a hit property created by a talented and ambitious writer and drop the concept into prime time. What could go wrong? Find out in a moment. To make the jump from the big screen to the small one, CBS lined up producers to oversee the task. They tapped Lou Shaw, who was a producer on McLeod and Quincy M.E., and they also hired Fred Freiberger, who was known for producing the final season of Star Trek, and the final season of Space 1999, and the final season of The Six Million Dollar Man. Maybe there's no such thing as a bad omen, but... If there is, it might have followed this production from the beginning. To reformat the story for TV audiences, Shaw and Freiberger made some changes that, at the very least, might have disoriented viewers who were expecting the same robots-at-a-theme-park premise as the movies. Yes, they did get robots, but the Delos theme park was destroyed and was now more of a nebulous mega-corporation with some kind of government access. The danger wasn't about tourists getting murdered by animatronics, but rather that the mad scientist in charge was trying to do what he does every week, try to take over the world. Opposing the mad scientist Simon Quaid is security officer for the Delos company, John Moore. He gets teamed up with Pamela to fight off the robots at every turn as they make their way into the real world, and eventually this exciting story gets all the way to... Uh, sorry, it doesn't actually go anywhere. You see, even with MGM behind production and CBS confident enough to slot Beyond Westworld in primetime on Wednesday nights as a mid-season replacement, the audience didn't show up. Only five episodes were filmed, and out of those, only three were actually broadcast. The cast and crew were on a location shoot for a few days and then returned to MGM to continue shooting the next episode when the word came about cancellation. With no warning, and with everyone gathered on set, the whole production did what anyone else in their position would do. They held an epic rap party with not one frame of film having been shot for the day. Don't feel too bad for the fate of Beyond Westworld, though. 
Unlike a lot of shows that were unceremoniously dumped by the network, the complete series as filmed is readily available on home video and streaming formats. The stars of the show, like Jim McMullen and Connie Selica, went on to plenty of longer-lasting acting roles. Plus, if we didn't have that last gasp of Westworld in 1980, we may never have gotten the reboot in 2016. It just shows that scary, murderous robots are a staple in science fiction that will likely be with us for a long time to come. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for March 5th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.